When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to UFO Paranormal Radio Network out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana to 105.3 and 107.7. I am one of your hosts of the show, The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. My amazing co-host David is next to me. I'm going to do a few little things, housekeeping, introduce myself and such, and then we're going to get going and say hi to people that are just dropping in. I'm Laura Lee Potvin. I'm obviously the host here, and I'm a host of my own show, The Angel Rock on Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m. right here. I am a Canadian spiritual medium, a Crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, a spiritual teacher and mentor, and registered nurse. And uh, if you guys like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe, and tell all your friends and family. We have tons of new hosts coming onto the network, and uh, it's lots of fun. We've been around for 25 years. We stream multiple shows seven days a week here, and when we're not streaming live, the archive server is running and it randomly picks shows over the last 25 years so you hear some pretty interesting content so please share with everybody and check out some of our other hosts and shows we've got amazing content here also we are on tv and we do stream the thing at the foot of the bed on our tv channel out of roku and the way to find it is to sign into your roku account you're going to go to the channel store and look up ufo space p as in paranormal there's a drop down list we're about the third or fourth one down and you're looking for ufo space paranormal and united public radio and there's a lot of the shows on there and you can watch us over there now we're going to say hi to everybody as soon as david introduces himself but i want to let you know because 80% of our audience apparently is listening we go out broadcasting this network to all every single country in the world how cool is that so you got people from all over the world but if you want to join in the conversation because if you know about the angel rock and you know particularly about our show the thing at the foot of the bed it's very audience participative we're actually starting with a topic we were asked about last week at the end of the show so come and join us over on ufo paranormal and united public radio network either on facebook or youtube we are streaming to david's youtube channel and his group by the same name the spirit experience with david hansel we're streaming to my well we're not because Streamyard wouldn't behave but i just shared it when the intro was on on my profile on Facebook, which is under Lorley Potvin, and it's public. We're on Canada's Most Haunted, and also on my YouTube channel, The Angel Rock with Lorley Potvin. I think that's everything. I usually forget something, but on to you, Dave. Tell everybody all about your fabulous, amazing self. Did you tell them what you do? I did. I said I'm a spiritual Canadian. Oh, you did. Okay. I totally missed that. I was looking but at that's my book. because we watch out for each other, and I appreciate well, that we got each other's back. Name, sure. Well, hey, everybody. My name is David Hansel. I am a spiritual medium. I um, am also messed up with my mouse here. Um, I'm an investigator, and I just love the spooky, the paranormal, and just the spiritual in general, all that cool stuff. I hope you, you guys are- TikTok. 
Yep, I got a big old TikTok you can go watch. And um, Laura Lee and I go live on that TikTok, usually on Wednesdays if Laura Lee can make it. Um, just last night, uh, Laura Lee and I and Jonathan from JK Paranormal, is it? JK47, um, his last name's Keyworth, Jonathan Keyworth. Yes, Keyworth. We did, we did um, about two and a half hours on my TikTok channel last night and did live ITC sessions, which is like the spirit box sessions. And um, Laura Lee and I also did some mediumship on that one as well. And we had a really good time. So we'll probably do that once or twice a month. Well, it was Jonathan's uh, birthday and he asked yeah. us if we would. And Jonathan is very intuitive and he's just starting out with his own deck of cards and stuff. But it was almost like a reading in a way. Now, the only thing that I think if we did it again, because people went wild and I suddenly realized if you're not part of the paranormal or you haven't watched paranormal TV, a lot of people don't know this technology exists. So he gave some readings at the end. He was really good, but it was almost like a reading because Dave and I, we got to give Dave huge credit because he had us on there and he said, why don't we bring the people on? So we got to talk to them and they got to talk directly to the spirit box and people were going wild in the comments. Hey, eh, Dave. Yeah, oh, they are. You know what? And I have to say that I, I should shame on me sometimes. I forget that some people that watch us <clears throat> don't know the same things we know. Yes. <laughs> and we take it for granted. Like, what do you mean you don't know what a spirit box is? <laughs> I know. That's what I, I forget. Yeah. I, I, when I had Jonathan come on a couple of weeks ago on the Angel Rock, I was doing a show by myself. A lot of people had lost a loved one that day for some reason. It was an anniversary. And I heard spirits say, I'd seen Jonathan pop in. And I thought, why don't I just ask him and see if he's free? So he popped on and we got some incredible responses. And I realized people, okay. speaking of Jonathan at JK47, were your ears burning, Jonathan? So I just realized exactly what you said, Dave. We never realized a lot of people don't know that technology. Exists. Yeah, people don't know that stuff. And, and I thought of after we got done and I thought, what I thought, wow, some of these people were just like, this is really cool. This is the coolest thing. This is the neatest thing. This is so amazing. And I thought to myself, it's a spirit box. And then I, I remember, I'm like, oh yeah, you guys never saw this before maybe. Mm -hmm. And so they were very, very, um, they were very receptive to it and loved it. So I think that's something, and I'll be talking to Jonathan that we do at least once or twice a month, maybe on my channel. And I then, yeah. And then switch around through our channels and uh, TikTok and bring people over from one TikTok to another and just give a big old I happy. I a lot of people messaging me. They were sad because we were on TikTok because they don't have TikTok, TikTok too. So we might have to try it maybe even on a different couple other different platforms. Yeah. Maybe YouTube. Yeah. Um, and my YouTube channel's got kind of few people. <laughs> I don't have a ton either, but I think if we let enough people know, no, or who yeah. knows, maybe we'll have to talk to uh, the head of the network and maybe do something special, maybe over the holidays or something. I don't know. Well, I'm not promising it. We'd have to ask. So yeah, kind of cool. Jonathan said he is down for He's it. Down for it. Should we say hi to people here? We've got. Uh, go ahead. You read all highlights. Oh, there we go. Okay, we got Sandra Sharp. Hi, everyone. Hi, Sandra Sharp and Nicole Thomas Ryan. Hi, Nicole. And, and there's Jonathan. Says Jonathan, hey, everyone. everyone. And then, oh, just kind of Kathy oh, Hanley Little. Kathy Hanley Little. Hi, Kathy. 
How are you? Everybody, as you pop in, we'll highlight you. I don't tell you guys about the StreamYard, the Facebook thing when you show up as a Facebook user. So if you do and you're on Facebook, I'll just highlight you guys. You'll be in the bottom left-hand corner and we'll tell you how to fix that so that, and if you want to stay anonymous, that's okay too, but we'll tell you how to fix it then. So Nicole Thomas, was it? She sent me some info. I can't remember who asked us about a N or a hint. It's H-A-I-N-T. And we both said we didn't know anything about it, right? Nope. So we did a little research. Oh, and boy, I, and, I, and, I, and I brought up a bigger research. I don't know. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Well, you sent me, we can play some stuff. I downloaded a ton of it. I've been working. I have not stopped from the minute I woke, I woke up. Like literally, the, I knew it was going to be like this this week. But I also ran into, I had no idea how much legend and lore and crypt, crazy cryptid stuff that apparently occurs in the Appalachians, as it's called, apparently. Go ahead, Dave, you read it. And then if you want, we can yeah. pull it. Well, I thought, I thought, you know what we'll do? We'll read it. So everybody, we, I can, we can bring you up to speed because um, me and Laura Lee had a chance to read this and do a little stuff, um, a, a little looking into we it. We were chit-chatting this morning. Yeah. Well, we talked last and, night too. Oh, you know what I want to throw out? Maybe I should do it now and I'll throw it at the end. Is that okay for Carrie Lynn? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of gave you guys a little hint Monday night, but I talked to Carrie Lynn today too. So Carrie Lynn Shellhorn on Friday, she's got Spirit Switchboard and her show is from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time every week. She's amazing. I just adore her. I told her today from the minute you said hi, because I was I do help produce behind the scenes a lot too. And I went, oh my gosh, I'm going to love her. And I do. So you guys, if you haven't checked out her show, check it out. She had Steve Consalvis last week um, from TAPS on and she gets big guests. She's she's amazing. So she does something. This is her sixth year, I think she said, and it's called the 12 Days of Giving. So December 1st up to, I believe it's December 12th, so 12 days. She has something different every day and it's something to benefit people that support her and hear her and what, like for tomorrow, under her page, psychic medium, uh, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn, she will be giving 20% off for reading. She gave me a whole list. I won't read it, but I'm going to post it and share it. She asked David and I to be a part of it. So on day 10, she is opening it up. If you get any, it's open to anybody. So follow her page. I'm telling you to follow. I'm sure you don't have to, but please do to support her. And she is giving away a spot to a lucky person to come on with Carrie Lynn, David, and I on December 22nd, which is a Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. And they get to come and talk about the paranormal. We get to do all kinds of fun stuff. It's going to be amazing. On top of it, and I, I didn't ask Dave ahead of time, but we have talked about it. Dave and I said we would be willing to give something away during that. So I know I'd be willing to give away reading. I think you had said that too, right, Dave? That or some dance classes. Or one some of dance classes. Yes. One of the two. <laughs> I'm so not quite. We're going to do just... that during the show so not ahead of time so it's a little bit confusing so it starts december 1st to december 12th the show won't happen till 
Friday, December 22nd. And then we're going to pick somebody that's there live for Dave and I to give a reading away during that show. So you guys, you want to do this. You get to pick all three of our brains. Who knows? Um, Carrie Lynn and I, we were brainstorming today. She's got a couple ghost boxes and all kinds of devices. She said we might even use two to see if we could get the same the same responses. She was talking about we might play Would You Rather. My eldest son was here throwing out crazy ideas. Like it's going to be so much fun, you guys. A hey, Dave, we can't wait. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. and on another note, mm -hmm. um, so you guys, I, I so sometimes I'll use AI when I'm doing some research and I'll plug in a bunch of stuff that I need to know about and then I'll redo it till I, you know, mm -hmm. get what I need. And I just realized reading this, you know why you were confused about ants, Laura Lee? Because that the ants have actually nothing to do with the haze. I, I couldn't understand <laughs> why there was ants I, in there. I'm going, when I was, when I was I said to you in my voice, I voice message everybody. Hi, Howie. Welcome. So you, I, I hope you heard that about Carrie Lynn's stuff. If you do, you might have to go back to the beginning because it's a giveaway. Oh, yeah. Let's do it halfway through the show. You can remind them again. Okay, so, so when you I'm sent good. that, I didn't say okay. anything. All I said in my voice message to you is, am I am I mispronouncing this? Like it's supposed no. to be pants, like ants? I, I, had, I had scanned through it until I went back. You guys, I don't know if you know how AI works or how to use AI, but when I was talking and saying that, I must have not said haints. I must have said it like in an accent or something, and it came out as ants. So was that so, from AI that you sent me? Some of it, yeah. Because I was going, what do ants have to do with this? And I thought, it, meant, I it, literally, it literally put two versions of how I said something and did research on it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, because that's why um, I asked you, and I knew I wasn't mispronouncing so it. It's this, so now it's going to be a little shorter now because I'm going to okay. leave out those paragraphs because they don't make sense. Okay. So, okay, guys. We're going to talk about Hans and, and Laura Lee did, uh, did some homework and she got um, some videos she's going to play for us and we'll all comment down them and come up with it. Well, I, have, I want to give credit where credit is due because Nicole Thomas Ryan sent me Nicole? a bunch of info and I shared that with you too because that was kind okay, of her. perfect. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to tell everybody listening off the bat, right off the bat, I, I have never heard of the I hands. hadn't either. And so I, anything, any opinion I form is literally going to be at first sight opinion. So you guys, just so you know that, because I don't know everything, and neither does Laura Lee. We will be the first to admit that. Carrie knew about it, of course, because I said I, I have a feeling you're going to know about this. And I was, I talked to her off and on, and because Friday was her show, the next day we were talking about something about her show, and I go. Mm -hmm. I, I already know you're going to say yes, but have you heard yeah. of a haint before? And she goes, oh, yeah, I know all about haint blue. And <laughs> well, I'm not from the I'm not from the mountains originally. I'm from uh, I'm from the Midwest. I mean, we don't have we didn't have the haints. You know, we had some other stuff. But anyway, to get you guys up to speed before we start talking about it and playing with it. Here you go. Haints in Appalachian folklore refer to a type of ghost or spirit. The term haint is believed to have originated from the word haunt and is used in the southern United States, particularly in the Appalachian region. It's an example of regional dialect and folklore. Haints are often associated with traditional ghost stories and haunted houses. They are sometimes perceived as malevolent and other times as harmless or even helpful spirits. 
Stories about haints often involve them haunting a particular location, such as a house or a piece of land, due to some unresolved issue from their past life. One of the one of the interesting cultural phenomenons associated with haints is the tradition of haint blue paint. Some people in the South, particularly in the low country region of South Carolina and Georgia, that's not far from me, um, paint their porch ceilings a specific shade of blue to ward off haints. This practice is believed to have originated with the Gula people. I hope I said that right. If you're a Gula, I am sorry. Um, the Gula people, West African slaves who lived in the low country. It's thought the that the haints cross, cannot cross water, and the blue paint is supposed to represent water, preventing the haints from entering the house. And that's it. That's it. Because the rest is all about Because yeah, I'm going, what the heck do ants have to do with this? And then I thought, I even left you a voice message. Am I mispronouncing this? And of course, I say it Canadianized. I know I do. But the Appalachians actually do extend from Canada all the way down into mm -hmm. like Kentucky and the places you mentioned. It's a pretty and big goes all over the place. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you guys, don't ever be afraid of AI because at the end, after it summed up everything, this is the paragraph it gave. Please note that the haints and ants are two different things. And any association between them would likely be coincidental or symbolic. Rather than being based in biological fact or traditional folklore, so AI wanted to say, David, we don't, you know, no, you can't put those two things together, you fool. <laughs> so, like peanut butter and apple, well, peanut butter, and we'll say uh, hot dogs or something together. They don't go together. Peanut butter and petroleum jelly. There yeah. you go. That <laughs> close. Okay, so while I was digging. And I know you guys, a lot of you go, oh, TikTok's full of it. The reason why I go to TikTok is because it's a short, quick summary. And we're not here to tell you guys exactly what everything is. We present the information. You get to make up your mind. Okay, Howie, I want to say this right here. This came up. Oh, sorry, I got to highlight it. You say they are a form of fae. Some people have said, then there, were, I've got clips on all this. Some people said vampires. I'm going, vampires? When have wow. you ever heard of vampires counting, counting grains of rice? It was mentioned. But I go to TikTok because you hear people's personal stories and you get clips and different ideas from different people all around the world. Now, the color I saw in the research paint blue apparently it's so popular in the south that sure i think it's sherwin williams says an actual color called paint blue so the color i saw you were ai was absolutely right it's usually the porch the roof of the, the porch part, yeah. okay it almost looked like to me like a very faint color of a tiffany blue if you know what the color of a tiffany box is that's what it looked like a very light light shade of it, it was very interesting mm. That it's interesting. Yeah, I heard many stuff about it. I know some people. I don't have a lot of experience in the mountains. I've been I've been through the mountains all my life as a child because my family lived where I live now, and we lived in the Midwest, so we traveled back and forth. I've never been afraid of the mountains. The only thing that I'm afraid of, literally, the only thing I'm afraid of in the mountains are are bears. That's it. <laughs> That's um, around my area anyway. But you know what? I haven't spent any. Um, I haven't spent any quiet time in the mountains alone to, you know, and I'm sure I would have a different, a different opinion after that. You know what I'm saying? 
my okay, time is so some of the things I heard. You don't have to hush, Howie, because I don't think anybody knows. And some of the things I heard described yeah. in the legend and lore, I've heard it called a completely different name. I don't think really anybody knows. We kind of have an idea where it came from, from the research I was oh. doing. But what I also ran across, and I love to talk about this, if you guys do, was the no deer. I got actually a video clip with them. I've heard of these. And then the, I hadn't heard of these, the devil monkeys. You heard of devil, devil monkeys? I, I don't know. They sound like a good pet. <laughs> I found this late today. I found it late today, but I, I downloaded some videos. I've labeled them so I don't have to scroll back and forth. My partner, Del, gave me that idea. One day I was producing Carrie Lynn had a ton of great videos, and I'm trying to memorize the order. I think I mixed, mixed one up, and then Del, my partner, says to me, why didn't she just alphabetize them or, num or put numbers beside them? I went, duh. <laughs> That wow. was smart. <laughs> now, I, wanted to, I wanted to backtrack just for a second as I'm reading some of the comments. Hi, Mark Foster. Mark says, hi, Mark Foster. what's up? Um, there is, now when you say, I did hear, I watched a couple of videos on the Haints and I thought the interesting thing and uh, Howie and you talked about the rice, that they leave rice out there because they have to stop and count each granule. Well, that's they? what they say, or a broom, the bristles, and it's the bristles. Use them and frustrate oh, yeah, you can them put a broom above probably. your doorway. Uh, oh, I like this, Mark. I agree. Mark Foster says Mark, double that's like a badass band name. <laughs> that's, you know what? If the next band I'm in, that's what I'm going to call them, the Devil Monkeys. And then there's the blue okay. bottle tree. Um, there was a whole bunch of things. I had not heard of them being positive before. Then it, it, it talked about where they had originated uh, and that it was mostly, and I'm not going to get the name right. It'll come up in a video. But um, it was, they believe, from places in Africa and a lot of... Um, We'll say African-American, like there's a little bit of legend and lore from the Caribbean. And some of the clips I downloaded, um, OCD cryptids, yeah, kind of. That would be a good name, Mark. Um, and they were talking about like these devil monkeys. Now, uh, let me see if I can find the video for you guys. Want to play that one first just to take a look? See what yeah, I want to know what the heck devil monkeys are now. Okay, the now, deer I know. sus to me when I saw it. Okay, let me see if I can find my deer one. Now yeah. I want to know um, why uh, why can't you just about open the window at night? How I, I why can't uh, why can't? Uh, okay, they? so what the legend and lore said was because it was. Okay, let me pause this because this keeps freezing on me. Okay, you can't you can't whistle in the wind. No, not attention. They said you could talk. We are talking about Haints, H-A-I-N-T, and other cryptids native to that area, the Appalachian Mountains, because somebody had asked no. about it last week, and Dave, Mark was asking, because and Dave and I both said, no, I don't think we've ever heard of them, but we will know for this week. So there's a bunch of rules if you think you saw something, and you're, and the answer is, no, you didn't. You don't stare at the trees. I didn't know why. There's a whole bunch of rules for you. You don't go out at night in the forest. The whistling, you can speak, apparently, because it'll let the animals know you're coming and you regular animals and you won't scare them. Mm -hmm. But whistling, apparently, will. it's like an echolocation, if you will, that if there's a haint out in the woods or one of these cryptids, they'll know exactly where you are. Um, there was a whole bunch of rules. 
that you and every time you did it like if you seen something weird like don't look behind you if you think you saw something no you didn't don't run because anything evil or untoward mm -hmm. in the way of legend and lore will look at it as prey you just quickly walk away slowly there was quite a bit of stuff there was quite a bit of rules in there mm -hmm. so let me i stopped it because while we were talking and my computer sometimes does this let's hope it'll behave itself we're getting snow that's why i want to find okay let's do the devil monkeys first what do you guys think Devil monkeys. I want to hear the. I want to hear the new song by the Devil Monkeys. The Devil Monkeys. That's our new band name, everybody. If we start a new band, yeah, and we'll give credit. Mark came up with the name. <laughs> yeah. well, okay, family looking. guy. Family guy. Chris from Family Guy. He he joined a band one time, and they sang their song "Evil Monkey." Do you remember that okay, evil, okay. evil monkey? Yeah, I didn't see that one. Okay, hang on. I had us all set up and then I stopped it because I was buffering. So hang on. Let's okay. Gonna share it, share. And as you guys know, I got to start it and then I'll blow it up. Okay, I've got it right here. Hopefully this is the right one. This is one. I've got two, two of them. So hang on. Okay, let's get it playing here. We will add to the, I, I up. What are you doing changing my screen name? I don't want my screen name changed. <laughs> I was trying to change my screen yeah. name. Okay. Ah! So this is okay, fun. Yeah. And then I found a really, really good, interesting. He's got a lot of information I found. It was really good. Really good. Hello, Facebook user. Not sure who you are, but if you want to let us know, great. Or you can let StreamYard use your name. Just go there, StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. Kelly Hopkins says, Laura Lee, David, hello to you two beautiful souls. And she was there last night on TikTok. Okay, so this is the devil monkeys. Well, this is one of the reasons why. Before I tell you, you hi, my name is Ashley, and I talk about crime, creepy, and unbelievable stories. So if you're into that, check out my TikTok and YouTube. The links are in my bio. So Appalachia is known for having dozens of cryptids and even more creepy stories about what happens out in the woods. It takes up quite a large portion of the United States and even crosses into Canada. One of the reasons they're telling you to not look into trees is because of these guys. They're Looks like a baboon to me. Of course, there's no actual proof, but there are dozens and dozens of stories. They're described to look very much like a primate, but they're also said to have a very unusual snout. It almost resembles something like a dog. They're also said to stand somewhere between five and eight feet tall, and they switch from walking on all fours to jumping on two feet. And the worst of all is that they're said to be extremely aggressive. The reason you don't want to look into the trees is because that's where they hide. They're said to camouflage, but according to locals, you can see the trees moving on their own, almost as if there were some sort of monkey swinging on them. And if these devil monkeys spot you looking at the trees and they realize that you've spotted them, that's when you're in trouble. So if you just happen to be looking in the trees and you notice something odd, don't run, just walk away. I got another one that looks like it. You can so you know actually how they're be better than that. Stop. Okay. That looked like a baboon to me. Yeah, me too. What did you guys think? That, that looked well, like a baboon. I think she, I think she just, I, I believe that she just used that picture just for reference because she said nobody's ever saw one. So she just, oh, I don't know. And then, then she told, one. okay, well, then she told that tall, tall creature, if anybody wants to know what it looked like, if you've ever seen Suicide Squad, it looked like the Weasel Man. Is that what he looked like? That, uh, yeah, and you know it's funny because I just oh, saw, I just watched a little clip of Suicide Squad today. Um, uh, Mark cool. Foster says that 
Mark Foster says baboons are devil monkeys because they are baboons are are I do you don't want to mess with a baboon. That is for sure. Kelly Hopkins says, I did see you two live last night. Yes, you did. Okay. So this face is kind of creepy. I don't know what it is, if it's AI or what it is. Appalachian devil. Oh, I got to make it small. I forgot and play it. Hang on. Did I bring it to the... Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Hang on. Play. My computer is being naughty, you guys. Who believe there's a population of hellish primates living in the Appalachian Mountains known as devil monkeys? So the story goes, in 1994, a young woman was driving late at night near Roanoke, Virginia, when she was detoured onto a back road due to construction. As the woman drove through the darkness of the forest, a strange creature jumped in front of her car. It was around six feet tall, standing on its hind legs. It was covered in black fur and had a long, thin tail. Its body was like that of a man, and its face was somewhat like that of a man, but with cat-like features and long pointy ears. The woman shared her story with wildlife officials, but they believed it may be a feral dog or a wolf. Coincidentally, livestock in the area began to disappear around the same time. But this wasn't the first time that a similar creature had been seen in the area. In 1959, a couple was driving their car near Saltville, when they claim an ape-like creature jumped out and attacked their car, leaving three scratch marks along the side of the vehicle from its claws. A few years later in that same community, two nurses were driving to work when they claim an ape-like beast attacked their car, ripping off the convertible soft top. Sightings of these strange primates have been reported all throughout Appalachia, New England, and even Alaska. So you tell me. Is there a strange race of hybrid primates living in the Appalachian Mountains, or is it all a figment of our imagination? And this was from, oh darn, I got to play his name, The Twilight Emporium, I think. He's got a pretty good channel, you guys. I found a lot of information. Now, one thing I want to do before we go any further, Heather asked, uh, and it's a good question, Heather. She asked, would this be similar to a banshee? And a banshee, and Dave's probably got lots to add to, a banshee is from Celtic legend and lore. And the scream of the banshee is supposed to be foretelling of the death of a loved one. You do not want to hear the scream of a banshee. Anything you want to add to that one, Dave? Yeah, uh, there's there's actually even more to that. What you said, yeah, absolutely correct. And then there's another... Um, there's a, oh God, I don't remember who it was. And I'm sorry if I remember, I will. There's something else. There's a, uh, some uh, mediums uh, from that side of the world uh, were saying that they believed it as not like an actual ghost screaming, but when somebody crosses over, it's like they heard the echo of going through the veil and that's what the scream was. It's, it's all. It's, I have never heard that. Yeah, some people say that. I, hey, I, I, I've always, because I'm, I've, I've always went by the folklore of the of the, the screaming <laughs> announcing death. But you know um, why I know it, and it's not because I found it. I've had a good friend of mine on many times, and she's written books about the paranormal, dare uh, devils or not devils, sorry, werewolves, um, uh, vampires, mermaids. 
the Fae. She's written about the strange and unusual. Yeah. And her name is Farla Ventura. So we've talked quite a bit about the Banshee. Plus, if you guys know me, my guilty pleasure is Supernatural. They've actually done at least one episode. And I was really curious about the information that they gave on the show. And I was absolutely shocked to see they actually have done the research with the stuff that they would share in their episodes. So that's mm. an interesting concept, though, David, because like, yeah, this I is don't, a warning. I was just going to say, I, though, this is supposed to be a warning. This sounds like something that's already happened. Happened as, as it's happening. So, like, when they heard that, some people say the Banshee, someone's going to die. To other people, they heard it. They're like, somebody did die and they crossed the veil. That makes sense, though. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I have, I, mine, I, I don't have an opinion on it. I love, I personally love the folklore of the Banshee. I really do. Um, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, I, I mean, in, in a way that if it was, you know, you know what I'm talking about and not in a bad way. Cool. But well, I, I remember I, I one show, Farla, it was on the intro. She was talking. I can't even say it because the language is doesn't like it's like the name Sinead, right? Or Siobhan mm. and the way you see it spelt compared to the way it said. And it was, please forgive me. I'm not going to say the right word the Clydea or something like that but there was some movie from Disney way back in the day and it was about a leprechaun or something she was referencing it and it's a mythical like it's Irish but there's they show up at the team of horses and almost a wagon and they come and it's also a sign of a warning with the with the banshee scream and they come to collect the soul instead of like people call it the angel of death or something. Yeah. It's just interesting, right? It is. Yeah. It's all fun. I like where folklore comes from. Um, Mark Forster, can you go up to his second comment up made? He made, I, I was thinking the exact thing and you typed it out, Mark. No, huh? not the little down, uh, little down a little bit. Well, I was thinking exactly this too. David. Yes. <laughs> He, uh, Mark Forrester says, I have to admit, and as amusing as this subject is, I'm a bit curious if they are Squatch cousins. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I thought about that too. I, I was like, too. I wonder if there's. I yeah. do. Now we got some information here. Carrie Lynn, were your ears burning? I don't know. We were talking about Jonathan and he popped in and Carrie Lynn's here. I'm glad to have you here, but I'll go up a little bit higher here at the comments. So Mark Foster first said, giant rabbit squirrels, maybe. And then when you mentioned about Weasel Man, Carrie Lynn says, uh, David, yes, ha ha ha. That did look like the Weasel Man from <laughs> Suicide Squad. And then Mark. You know what, um, Laura Lee, now you'll have to look up something about the Suicide Squad on, on YouTube. So you can see I don't know why I don't remember him. It's when, um, I because I've never watched the movie. I just saw I the clip. And I just saw the clip today. And mm -hmm. when there, that one guy leaves prison and he goes, this is going to be your family for the next couple of days, whatever. And he starts, it's right before they got out in the helicopter, he starts introducing the people and the weasel man walks out of the back of one of the trucks. And it was hilarious. I'll have to watch it again because yeah. that's what your foster said too. Weasel was a window licker. Ha ha ha. So now how Howie, who's from this area, obviously, because he said, that's me about what they were talking about in the videos. And he said, Roanoke. And then he said, we don't call them. And this is important to hear this. This is why we love having your comments and conversation because none of us know everything. And he says, we don't call it devil monkey. I um, We call it the Hakaru. I did hear that name. The which Karu? Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, I was reading this too, as you were talking, um, I was going to tell Howie, my family's from Roanoke. That's where they live in Roanoke, Virginia. I haven't been in a long time. We gotta, I'm way behind on the comments here. I'm sorry, guys. So Ke uh, Kelly said, I wouldn't be surprised if they did exist in the Appalachian Mountains. There are all kinds of things out there. Mm -hmm. Let me go through quick, guys, because I'm behind. So Mark wondered, are they interdimensional beings that hate gas-powered vehicles? <laughs> <laughs> you may might. And then, okay, Howie, we really appreciate this because this is just what we did for research. You're from the area, and I know Nicole. I think I think you had said you had family in the area, like your roots come from there. So you were the one that sent me, like I said originally, some of the info, and I appreciate it. So she, uh, Howie, says it's part of the night legends of the Shenan Shenandoah Valley. And Mark was going to add something about banshees, but it didn't finish. So Howie says, um, to add what Mark just said, we actually have Bigfoot crossings in Roanoke. Right. He says, it's going to take pictures for all of us. Please do. We'll be happy to show yeah. you. Okay. Now, this is an interesting story. Mark says, sorry, banshee or variation of the siren or the mermaid. Now, they could be. Now, I'm going to tell you guys the reason why I have such a weird spelling of my name. I am not German. But I think my father loved this very morbid story. Don't ask me why and why I was called the name I was. It is actually called the Lorelei's, but it's spelt like Lorelei, but it's my name is said Laura Lee. The story is, and it's quite morbid, of the Lorelei's who were sirens. And they apparently had the most beautiful singing voices, which I do not. My brother has a wonderful voice, not me. And they used to sing the song of the siren and lure sailors into the cliffs and rocks to their deaths. Yeah. <laughs> so how nice is that? <laughs> well, I think it was necessary probably at that point. If you're in a big old boat in the ocean, you start going towards a beautiful voice in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, Well, now uh, you know I can't lure anybody to their death. <laughs> I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't, you know, yeah, I should have been there. They would have been, nobody would have died because the boats would have turned the opposite way. That would be me. I would be repelling them. And any, I don't sing very often. And of course, any partner I've had has very unceremoniously told me, please don't sing. <laughs> well, I was a, I was a singer in a band when I was young. So I, cause I I'm played sure bass. you can, you're musical. Yeah, I'm musical. So I played bass and keyboards and I was in a Rush tribute band. I love Rush. I remember yeah. one night, Howie, do you remember that? I know you were there for sure. And we were, um, I don't know why we did it. I think it was around Canada Day and July the 4th for you guys, for all, you all there. And we were talking about the good Canadian, Canadian music that came out of Canada. I think we talked about it for about half an hour. I remember that was so much fun. So hang on, there's a comment here. So Heather, you said, I think they're also referenced to hags. Now, hags has kind of a broad meaning as far as I know. What's your thoughts on that, you guys, and David especially? Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, it does. I'll call witches hags. And then I've heard people, which they're not, it's witches, and hags are supposed to be separate. And then I've heard about hags were like, hermits or they were but female and they lived in the woods and they mix potion and they did plant um plant medicine yeah. and all that which i think is totally cool i would totally be a hag yeah with oh, the hair yeah. like oh, that, i've heard, heard thrones likened to hags and hags, there's a yeah. friend of mine diane 
Doyle. I'd seen her on TikTok and I just loved her. And I reached out to her. I didn't even know she was Canadian. And I had her on. And she actually talks about women and the moon and things like that. And she can she compares where we are age-wise. And it's actually a very honorable thing the way she relates to it and being in the crone phase with a lot of wisdom and mm -hmm. so i think it, same as hags because i've heard them both interchangeably so it, there's many meanings for hag yeah so. it's, it's kind of like when spiritual people talk about spirit and soul now there is a difference but a lot of people use it interchangeably okay so how he says then you need to come home dave meet up one weekend he said nothing I think Roanoke is three hours from me, not even three or four hours. Well, it's a hell of a lot farther for me to meet up with Howie. No. If I could, I would. <laughs> Lucky guy. So Faye says, hi, Laura Lee and David. Fun topic today. And you guys, I was just on Faye's show. She, her and her husband, Roger, were with the network before. And they've gone back to what they were doing before. So they're on Facebook and YouTube. But Faye has started a new show. And she calls it Faye's Angels. And we had lots of fun. It was on Tuesday. She does it every Tuesday. So Mark says, seems like most of the stories I looked up recently, as far as recent encounters, they, prim they primarily included modern vehicles. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, let's, he says we're frozen. I hope not. Let us know if we are. No, that was a while ago. Was it? Okay, because, no, but the next comment is, I missed the question. Was there, oh, we asked you guys, I think, right, Dave, was it about the hags? Oh, Mark, Mark Forrester, about hags. Yeah, we just wanted to know what your thoughts were or your legend and lore. And Roger says, hi, in Spanish, hola, David, hola, Laura Lee. It's a me. It's a me, Mario. No, it's not. It's Roger. <laughs> it's a me, a Roger. Yes. And Faye and I did have a lot of fun. We really, really did. So we talked and talked and talked and talked. So you guys, okay, so we've seen, okay, Hakaru, you said, right? Howie Hakaru is what you guys call Hikaru, it in yeah. instead of devil monkeys. Okay, not frozen. Good to know. Kathy Hanley Little bit wait in. Let's get back to the hags. And then I was going to show you the no deer. I didn't get a chance to look at a bunch. Yeah, but I want to hear the no read deer. it, Dave. I keep reading everything. I'm hogging it here. That's so okay. Ahead. Um in Celtic's lore, the uh the trinity of a woman's life is maid, maiden, and old crone. Three stages of a woman's life. I'm an old crone. Thank you. So am I. I'm going to be an old crone. I, I want to be an old crone. What do they call the man? You know well, what I can be is, a... though, I... You can be whatever you want. Yeah. Right? I know they call cronies. Hi, Julia Jean Bassett. Um, Hi, I know Julie. that they call. Well, don't they call old, don't they call old men cronies? Them and all their cronies? Or is that That's something different? True. That was yeah. really smart. Yeah. But I yeah, love it that Kathy shared that because I couldn't remember the other two faces because I'm too much of a of a crone. <laughs> <Can't remember. laughs> Lee, Roger Garza says, Laura Lee, I didn't mean to cut you two off, but really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's all be crones and hags tonight because I okay. see nothing wrong with them. I don't see anything wrong with any of them. Maybe I'll become my namesake, but I promise I won't sing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to see this no deer. I only have one video on it. And it's called so, a no deer because it's not a deer or is a no deer 
Okay, I I won't say anything, but I already know, I think, what David's going to say, and I'm going to agree with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> predicting the future. I don't normally, but I'm going to. Let me see if I can find it in my list here. Hang on. Let's I'm see. trying to get it to scroll up or down. No, it's not going to be cooperative. Look at my hair. I just, I just washed my hair, and I can't do a is dang it, thing. Is it pot? Huh? Your hair looks beautiful. It always. Oh, I know. Hang on, I, I'm, I, I did. Oh, here it is. The knot deer. Okay, the knot okay. deer. I think. Oh, the knot deer. I had the wrong one. Okay, hang on, hang on. Knot deers is not a deer, or it's tied okay, up. Okay, give in me a, a sec. It's called a no deer, I think. David, I'm going to predict what David is going to say already, and I am going to agree with him. Okay, so y'all ready? Gonna play it and then I'll make it bigger. The knot deer. The knot deer is a type of cryptid said to exist in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. To the unobservant, they may seem like deer, but as the name implies, they are not. Whatever they truly are, they are intelligent enough to impersonate deer, but many things about these creatures come off as unsettling and unnatural. They may have forward facing human like eyes, multiple eyes, unnaturally shaped antlers or even claws or hands instead of hooves. What little is known about the knot deer states that unlike real deer, they aren't afraid of people. They are also said to make strange clicking noises and move with contorting, jerking motions. While the folklore might imply that they could be shape-shifting spirits who aren't able to completely integrate with this new form, science suggests it could be because of the deer equivalent of mad cow disease. But who's to say? The next time you see a herd of deer, pay a little more attention. It could save your life. Follow the Dark Eyes podcast for more of the macabre. I won't. Okay, I won't follow that because because there is a major flaw in his story. A major flaw. <laughs> you want to know what the major flaw was? You already knew. I know spiders. And, okay. Okay. Did you guys listen? There was a major flaw. He said the no deer are not afraid of people. If a cryptid is not afraid of people, <clears throat> it'd be able to find because you'd be able to see it all the time. It wouldn't be hiding. It's not afraid of people. So, so what, it's not. Okay. I so what I predicted, what I predicted for David, that he was going to call absolute BS on this and the comments yeah, are siding with us, but sometimes no, because those pictures look so fake. But the thing oh, is, right. Terrible. We've got people from the area. Nicole says, I call BS, not dear, not real. real. No. And those pictures did not look real. I didn't have time to dig, 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 dig. Not a lot came up on it, but I wanted to bring it up because I want to know if you're you're from there. Like, if Howie's still here, please weigh in. And Nicole, no. her family's from there. Let's see what people have to say. But those pictures look fake, as you know I what. Uh, yeah, the pictures did look really fake. But I will say this, in all honesty, Laura Lee and I have talked about this before. I'm more and, of a deer than those yeah, pictures. And, and we know and we and we know from just being it's so I've gone down every rabbit hole I can. Everything had to start out from an idea. And most ideas started out by something somebody saw. So if there was anything like a not dear or that real, I would have, I would probably assume in my mind, just because I'm skeptical, but that somebody saw a misform of a, a deer that was, you know, maybe had birth defects or something, 
or the and, wasting disease that is or, a real thing yeah, with deer. yeah or a rabid deer or mm -hmm. something like that and and that's where the story originated from and then somebody made stupid pictures and put it on tiktok so i mean that's but but like i said everything comes from something so we can't always say no as much as sometimes i want to say no even in my little head, I know that everything had to come from somebody. Fairy tales, fairy tales too, as well. Some of those fairy tales, like in the like, I am German, and if you guys could read the original Grimm's fairy tales, I used to have the book. My ex gave me the book um, for my birthday two years after we broke up. He said, "I remembered you loved this." I'm like, "Yeah, now get out of my house." But I took the book and I read it, and and the stories are gruesome. I had a really old book as a little kid. I could read really early when I was young. I was reading like adult books when I was five or six. And I remember reading these stories as a little kid. Geez, you wonder why I'm, in, I'm involved with the paranormal now. And I know, David, you knew about all this stuff too as a little, yeah. little, little kid. Yeah, and yeah, they were they were not what Disney puts out. So we got some really funny things here I got to point out. So Kelly says... David, I want to be an old crone, had me laugh a little too hard. <laughs> and, what's that? No, I was going to tell you, Sandra's comment was funny. Too. I know, it's funny. So Sandra says crones and hags sound like a board game. I'll read this one. I'll give you the next couple ones because it's about you, Dave. So Roger says, is it Tresemme, your hair? <laughs> is it Tresemme? Actually... Actually, I, it's actually, it's just, I washed it again today. And now when I wash it, it just does this. This is it. It doesn't do anything else. And we got, Mark wants to know, you, do you need Pert Plus or Herbal Essence? <laughs> okay, so this Mark is Forrester, Mark Forrester, I need freaking hairspray. That's what I need to get this crap out of my face. This um, is a good comment because this was about the not deer or no deer, whatever they were called, and everybody's in agreement. But sometimes it's good to put stuff up there because yeah, no, let's talk about it. Let's see what people think. So this is Rogers if you want to read it. Um, Santa's rejects. What? The deer. They the were Santa. Oh, Santa's rejects. No, <laughs> I didn't even put that those two things together. I <laughs> I really bring it. Spider deer. That's what I noticed too. And did you notice I'm wearing our, our addiction? Oh, there you go. Oh, David and I have an addiction with gnomes. gnomes yeah. We're addicted to gnomes. You know what? That's why I, I you know, everybody knows the story. I, I love the little people. I love the Fae and I love all those. Me Do too. I play with them all the time? No, but I love every once in a while playing with them. And they can do some pretty weird stuff in your house. So Nicole, <laughs> whose family is from this, this area, is saying never heard of it. And she calls BS. Julie Jean Bassett calls uh, BS. And Faye uh, Garza <laughs> said the same thing. And then Mark, you're so sweet. He wrote, you're both dears. That's us. We're not dears. <laughs> no dears. She agrees with you. Okay, Faye, do you know about that? I don't know. I don't think I've heard of that one of you, unless we're talking about Grimm's. Real fairy tales? Mm -hmm. Yeah, real. most fairy tales are really bad. Like um, Hansel and Gretel is is literally in the German fairy. It, it goes, I don't know the exactly how it goes. I can't remember the exact thing. But um, 
there were cannibals back then and they were going to eat the children and that's where they sent the children off and that's why the witch was going to eat the children but the parents were jerks because the only reason they put the children out is because they couldn't afford them it had nothing to do with yeah it had nothing to do with that so back then it was like you're on your own kids you know eat each other if you get lost in the woods yeah Yeah, all those are really quite, I've always wanted to see, and I did saw one movie, but they didn't do it. I always thought when I was younger, I wanted to write a movie from the witch's point of view. And, you know, it'd make everybody else the evil people and the witch was actually the good one. And make, but um, somebody beat me to it and they made a really awful movie. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there anyway. So Heather um, says it's well a hair. Everybody's talking about your hair, David. I know. There you go. There you go. See, there's my hair. Yeah. The David hair at the front of the bed. David, did you post that picture you did of you from six years ago? And I literally said, that's not you. When I saw it, I'm positive. You had short hair. Did you post okay. that one? Oh, and yeah. With the, holding the moon. Had super short hair. And I put a comment. It came up my Facebook feed. I'm positive. That was two months after I came out of the coma. I was start. I was started to go back into it, and that was at. Um, that was in Virginia. It was at the. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the plantation. I'll think of it. But yeah, that was there before they remodeled it. When it was all torn apart, we went and did um, gallery readings there, and we did a ghost hunt. And everybody said, now what's really funny is I got to remember the name of the place, but I shouldn't say it out loud. But I did a ghost hunt there and I didn't really think anything was that scary there. We had jump scares and stuff like that. But now I see people going in there and saying that this person lived in the house and this, that, and the other thing. It's like, oh my God, people, are you freaking serious? Um, But I mean, there was, there were some, there were some spirits in there when I was there. There was a man that was in one of the rooms who played cards in there and he was, they were not nice back in the plantation. They weren't demons though. They just weren't nice people back then. They were just terrible people, but well, everybody, everybody else is calling them. Oh, there's this, that, and the other thing. And so I just stopped watching stuff about that house. I'm like, all right, I guess you just want to make some money off the house. There you go. I agree. So Nicole Thomas Ryan says, I listened to a podcast called The Old Gods of Appalachia. They tell stories of the Appalachian Mountains from the past. Please send it because we can talk about, there's lots to look at. How I found these other creatures. It was that po- that uh, video I showed and she said there's literally dozens of different types of cryptid. So I started looking. What's she talking about? So, um, Kelly agrees with you, David. She said, people misidentify things and creatures all the time. I agree with David when he mentioned about the deer possibly having a birth defect or a disease. And I also agree about the disease because yeah. it's a big problem for deer. Yep. Okay, so Julie. Yeah. Julie, we could do a whole kind of show. probably be different. But all I'll say is, look up Army Hammer. Oh, there are cannibals. <laughs> There's a, um, if you guys want to drive yourself crazy when we get off tonight, um, go on YouTube and look up an old, early, early 80s song called I Eat Cannibal. 
There's also, I will tell you, it, the absolute truth, it is not conspiracy theory. And I'll read it. I realize I didn't read it after I always say, Dave, Dave you got to read it. People are listening and I forgot to. So Julie had at it. There are still cannibals around. There are cookbooks. There are secret restaurants in LA. I know that. Look up the movie star Army Hammer and I will tell you about it, but be prepared. Why don't you take the lid off Pandora's box? Look up spirit cooking. Not nice. Well, I'm see, I don't now see no, it's really funny. It's no, I don't eat animals. <coughs> so when people eat animals to me, it's almost like what you guys are thinking when people talk about eating cannibals. Like if you went in there and go, How awful to eat a human? Well, a human's dead, but it's like, but you but you but you'll kill a bunch of animals and eat them. No, 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 no. You know what I did see? I knew I'd seen something recently. This showed up in my YouTube feed. This guy is some kind of rocker dude. I don't know what is how he even came up in my feed. And he went to visit this French guy that is a serial killer and a cannibal and considers himself a vampire. And these guys from the States flew there to have dinner. Now, the, I don't know if this was pre-planned. I, I, I know it was pre-planned by the, the criminal. But these young guys in there, he had them for dinner, like out in his home for dinner. I don't know how this guy got out of jail either. His name, I'll, I'll find the name when we're talking. And he got out of jail. He's pretty young. And he took them to the French cemetery and explained he used to be a grave digger there. And it, it, it was like, I just couldn't believe this when I was watching this. And he was a hunter of, or he was a collector of serial killer memorabilia, which means many of them still weren't alive. So I would, I would have been asking him like, what, what kind of activity have you got going on in your home? Or it was a creepy thing. Like it was nothing gross. It was more that your imagination is able to, come up with things versus what was seen or, or said you heard about the guy who advertised on craigslist um to for somebody if they wanted to get um unalived and eaten oh yeah and i heard that yeah yeah that's weird I i'm gonna know. look it up francis most notorious People are messed up. They are. Hang on. And we wonder why we have negative spirits. Okay, what's his name? I'm going to find it for you. Um, no, they're put, They're not putting France in here. Vampire in the French serial killer. Clo. Yeah, his last name is Clo. C-L-A-U-X. I think it's Nicolas, like Nicholas Clo. C-L-A-U-X. He's still alive. And it was some guy, I'd never heard of this band. He's actually going on a bad voice. Not necessarily my type, but it was more screamo type music. Yeah. But um, yeah, he went there, him and his buddies. And it, it was more the thought of things. I'll tell you though, I, I wouldn't have had anything to eat at his house. Because mm -mm -mm. he wouldn't tell them what he cooked. Oh. Mm -hmm. I could never be a cat. Well, I don't even eat animals. I'm not going to eat a person. <laughs> so. Okay, so Mark first said he was talking about um fairy tales, but this is very sweet. First of all, he said, I'm bald, so be quiet about his hair, meaning yours, Dave. And he went, ha ha ha. And then this is the nice thing he wrote. He said, Coma, when you mentioned your coma, and he said, Well, he's very glad you're here with us, and so am I. Thank you. Uh -huh. So I, on the other hand, have all kinds of opinions. Okay, about that so we <laughs> 
Okay, so Mark says, and I'm going to get to Roger's question because it's an interesting question. He says, I love the paranormal. Orly Potvin can tell you I gave up after 26 years in the field, uh, despite more than less despise more than less of the curtain people in it. It's unfortunate and it's sad. Oh, that's right, Julie. She says Soylent Green. Do you guys remember that movie from the 70s? That was kind of yes. crazy. Uh, where are we going with this? Oh, the Craigslist Cannibal. Yes. And yes, oh, yes, Kathy Henley. She brought up Silence of the Lambs. Well, he didn't eat them. He used skin to make clothing. Which we kind of do, I guess, if you want to go to animals. Well, think, well, actually, in Silence of the man, Lamb, he did eat them because he did eat people because he ate oh them. Oh, my God. What am I saying? Yes, you. I, I forgot about the end of it. You're darn right. Yeah. He, Sorry he, ate them with, he ate them with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> so, thinking yeah. about the killer. I wasn't thinking about Hannibal. Ed Gein. Thinking. Ed Gein. Ed Gein was the killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Facebook user says Ed Gein, too. Ed Gein? Okay. Ed Gein did it. And Ed I Gein was Jeffrey um, Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer lived in Wisconsin and I and I and I saw Jeffrey Dahmer. You, um, did you say you saw him before? Like you saw him? I believe, yeah, him? we saw him in the bar. Yeah. yeah I thought so. That, yeah. you know, when I think about it back then, it's like that's scary, but I was so not his type because I was way older than what he went after. But Thank I remember God. the big I remember the big thing in Milwaukee that every we everybody was outraged when those cops put that kid right back in his hand. It was like that, that was the one thing. Is still alive, and I'm surprised how many people in the paranormal world actually follow true crime. And there's a doctor out there, I always forget her name. Mind Hunter was based. Oh, there we go. And hi Shannon. I'm more than just a Facebook user. You absolutely are. Um, so what I was going to say, though, um, Ed Gein, they consult with Ed Gein, just like they do others that are still alive that have done horrible things as profilers. And I can't remember her name, Dr. Anne. And I see her all the time. Anyways, this woman is a human marvel as far as I'm concerned. I believe she has her doctorate in nursing. She's a nurse. But she's mm -hmm. Dr. Anne. Oh, it's going to come to me. She, I think, is 86 years old, still teaching at university. Looks like she's in her early 60s, this woman, and is an absolute brilliant genius, still writing books. And like I said, if you ever watched the series Mind Hunter, her, the female character main lead, was based on this woman. She was the beginning of what profiling is in true crime. Yeah, that's, um, that is that Mark Forster wrote, um, Ed Gein was who they based Texas Chainsaw on. And that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. That's how that first started. Okay. About Flo, C-L-O-U-X. No, he got out. I don't know if it was a technicality or what. Like, I don't know how he was, but he is out free legally. And he says he doesn't do what he used to. But there was some pretty creepy, scary stuff that happened because these guys were doing some paranormal stuff. And um, it was an interesting episode. When we're talking, I will find it. I wanted to go back to Roger's question, if that's okay. I got a ton of videos for y'all, too. Oh, so. yeah. So Roger says, let me ask you, too, how do you feel about seances? Shall I let you go first, David? <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with seances. I love seances. I think um, I, I don't. I will. Let me preface by saying this. I've seen some people do some really hokey crap ones. And, and they do it for show. They do it for um, that. But a real seance done by the right way, 
by the old time book, how they first were done. I like those. And um, also, didn't they do, they did something to the, in the, um, in the basement. What were those the guys? Why can't I think of that all of a sudden? In the basement in England or whatever, where they had the school experiments. And the actually, yeah. Jonathan's podcast, Talking with the Source, they, I think they did on Sunday an episode all about the school experiments. Yeah. Okay, you guys, I found it. It's called Dinner with a Cannibal on YouTube. I'm going to put the link in the chat. And it is on Jake Weber's channel, W-E-B-B-E-R. It is quite, it, like I said, watch it like you're not going to be watching something educational. And to me, your imagination and your mind is what made it so creepy. Yeah. So let me post it here for you guys in the chat. I'm on my YouTube channel. There's a lot of you over here on my YouTube channel, so you'll see it. But this guy, yeah, this guy had some interesting memorabilia and interesting stories. And yeah, it was pretty intriguing. Okay. We're, oh, of course I took a picture. I didn't mean to. Sorry, guys. Got to get rid of that. I hate when I try and close this one phone because it always, always, always wants to um, take a picture. Okay. So where are we? <laughs> Roger makes me hungry. Oh, you're so bad. Mark Foster says, open a door. You better know how to close it. Well, that or be prepared that you may not be able to take the lid off the box if it's a box, right? Yep. So, um, seances for myself, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's the same thing. And I'm going to open up Pandora's box, I guess, for some people now with everything being energy, right? And, um, from the small screen is in to us, to everything else, law of energy, neither be created nor destroyed here on earth, but it can be transferred from one place to another. That includes our thoughts, our words, and our emotions. The Bible, for example, is a book, but there is a lot of good, a lot of good collective energy around it. People believe it to be a very powerful book. So it is what we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our reality. Here's what I was about to talk about, though, Ouija boards. It's a lot of collective energy around that thinking they're negative, but are they really? They're just a tool. And yeah, I think if you, okay, I mentioned Carrie, then I'm going to read your comment in a minute. My whole point is whether you use a Ouija board, no matter what you do, I think that when you're doing something that you don't know how to do, for example, and it doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't have to be a seance, a Ouija board, anything. I think you need to have somebody to show you how to do it properly. I, I really do. So as long as you're doing things properly or you have someone to show you how to open and close a, a session, you're good. Because Carrie Lynn just said, you want to read just, that? It's funny that we talked about Ouija boards. Now, I think Ouija boards are cool. And if I could find one with an actual wooden planchette instead of like, you know. But the other day I was in... Um, uh, secondhand store me and my mom uh, went shopping around and it was down the road and I looked in their little games and there was one of the Ouija boards from a long time ago and I thought oh, should I buy this one so I put my hands on it I'm like oh yeah there's no energy on this sucker it's just black it's just black bland but anyway I opened it up and the planchette is plastic and the little thing was missing and I looked at it you know what the first thing I thought was this particular Ouija board, why I felt nothing maybe is because of the fact it was probably manufactured, which it is, it's manufactured just in a thing. And it's not, it, 
Nothing's been defined on it. It's just the Ouija board. I think it all begins when you start getting Ouija boards that are passed down from person to person. I think that's where we run into the problem. Because if you have a brand new Ouija board and have two 10-year-old kids playing it, I don't think anything's going to happen. Because well, there's I can tell you, it. being in Toronto one time for an autism conference, I was shocked when I went past the Disney store and right front and center on the front podium in the Eaton Center here in Toronto, Canada, was sitting a blue Mickey Mouse Ouija board and a pink Minnie Mouse yeah, Ouija board. That's weird. So but you know, I, I've looked at it this way too. I know they're making spiritual stuff for kids. They're now putting out... Um, Disney put out that uh, that show called um, uh, about the Earth, Wind, Fire, and all that. I can't remember what they call them. The Elementals. They look made up, those shows. Look up the Owl House. Yeah, okay. and yeah, you showed the Owl House. I looked at. Uh, yeah, you remember you telling me that last week. And then also, um, with all this stuff coming out, it's almost like it's slowly being spoon fed back into society in other ways. And I don't think people are catching on. You know what? I want to apologize. I looked something up. You are absolutely right, Faye. And I, I was talking about somebody completely different. Ed Gein, who you were talking about when we were talking about cannibalism. I knew as soon as I saw his picture, that's not who I'm talking about. And I got the wrong last name. You are absolutely right. He is dead. And I apologize. Who I am thinking of, and I've got the wrong last name. He's almost, he's like six foot eight, about 300 pounds. Name Ed. I thought it was Gein, but I could be wrong. His last name, he wears horn rim kind of black glasses. He is a serial killer, killed his own mother. Um, he's massive. That's who I was talking about. Now I got to find out who he is. It's not Ed Gein. Um, oh my gosh. And I want to say he was in Milwaukee or that area. I, I'll put this Ed and I'll put serial killer and see what comes up. That's the one I was talking about that the FBI, um, there he is. Who is it? Ed Kemper. God, was I off. Ed Kemper. That's who you I had was. You had the Ed part about. right, so you're good. No, but I was way off. So thank you for checking that, Faye. I appreciate that because I, I don't know why I thought, my brain, I'm telling you, all over the place tonight. I wanted to read Carrie Lynn's comics. I think it's good about seances. And she yeah. does do them. And Carrie Lynn does dining with the dead, you guys. All kinds of cool stuff. She's so awesome. And it says, I love a good seance. And yes, open any door. You know how to close it. Mm -hmm. So there mm -hmm. you go. Um, okay, so Mark Foster said... The original concept was actually to market to children in the late 20th century, you guys. Because that's the thing about seances. They're not... No, he's talking about Ouija boards. He's talking about Ouija. I know he is. Oh, I know he is. Okay. But what I'm talking about, going back to the seances as well, and uh, you are right. Actually, my brain is all over tonight. I'm thinking of 20 things. It's a good thing you did say that, David, because I started talking about seances and Mark was... Um, Mark was uh, referring to Ouija boards with seances. It was like, wasn't it on Vogue? Weren't we talking about this? I think it was you and I about the Victorian era and Victorian houses mm -hmm. and way back. Yes. If it wasn't you, it was someone else. It was probably me. I, I am so talking about it. I am so drawn to the Victorian era. It was. And, we were talking yeah. about the houses and how much we love them and stuff. I knew we were. Oh, and I got to show you my seance bell. Okay, oh, tell no, us all no, about no. the bell and what it's for. The seances. <laughs> I know, but how people use it. Is it for the spirits to ring or? You can tell us all about that. So 
Sorry, guys, I have had a crazy day since my feet hit the floor, not in a bad way, in a really good way. And my mind's still on like, fast forward a gazillion percent. So <laughs> I apologize. My God. So I was going it a long time ago, there's a shop I was going to do a seance at. And I was gathering things for the seance. And one of the things I wanted was the bell. And you put the bell down there and in the dark and all that, they would pick it up and ring it. You'd know the spirit was there. That's what but I thought. Okay. I looked everywhere for the just the right bell. And by the time the, the seance and all that got canceled, and then the very next day I found the bell I wanted. And so I've kept it ever since. I've never used it in the seance before. But you know what? I will one day. David, every time you ring a bell, an angel gets his wings. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I'm sorry. Aww. It's a wonderful life. And then I love, okay, I absolutely love this movie. And nobody will watch it with me. So I always have to watch it on my own. That It's a wonderful life and love, actually. That is my oh, absolute Carrie, favorite movie. Hmm? Carrie learned that she's got a, um, a seance bell as well. And you got a trumpet? Oh, cool. I don't have a trumpet. Karen Lynn is so cool, you guys. That's why I always talk about her. So you guys got to go check out her show tomorrow, 5 p.m. Now, she had to do a pre-record, but it's, it's with Jeff Belanger tomorrow. So you guys, it's going to be amazing. And I think Carrie Lynn is hanging out in her, correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie Lynn, but your psychic medium, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn. She'll be live still to chat with you guys, but it had to be re-recorded, uh, pre-recorded just because of, um, it's a new show, but just because of scheduling and stuff. So check it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have not, I have not done an actual actual seance with people i've 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 tried to do one by myself at home but i kind of laugh sometimes at myself because literally i sit here and just talk to people sometimes on that side and that's i i get information from it sometimes okay so jackie asked a great question hi jackie you want to read it dave uh, Jackie lane says hey guys what kind of things do you need for a seance that's a good question well, I don't, there's, I don't know because I've not, I've not real well versed in it, but I was, um, I, I wanted my bell. I knew that. Um, what else did I have? Gosh, it was such a long time ago. We had powder and I can't remember what the powder, we had a bowl in the middle that we set up and we had things to offerings. We put offerings in the bowl. So I, I bought stuff for offerings for the spirit. Um, I, I can't remember why I bought the talc. I don't. Carrie Lynn, why the talc? Do you remember? You want to pop on with us, Carrie Lynn? You're welcome to. I said she could pop on with us if she wanted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some, go ahead. Let's talk about that. Yeah. If, yeah, if she wants to pop on because I think I would love. I can't remember what all goes into the seances. I love the old Victoria area era, era, era seances. Those are the ones I like. Um, those are the ones I've watched, but I, I, I'm not quite sure everything that you need on there. I can't honestly tell you because I am not, I can okay, look so at we're getting comments though. So Carrie, Lynn yeah, said, know, that yeah. public page. Thanks about her show tomorrow. Kathy, I want to go to her comment first. She said her favorite movie, feel free to put your favorite movie, Christmas movies, whatever in the chat too, if you want the old Bishop's wife with Cary Grant is one of Kathy's favorites. Now Mark okay. says for a seance, his belief is <laughs> that candles are a must and 
and Julie says candles and crystals. <laughs> yeah, I got that stuff. I always, I, I always I always equate to my seance table would almost look like a, a altar. I mean, some of the stuff I would put the only on time I did seances, but <laughs> I actually mentioned the name that I knew my spirit guide's name was that I've never ever said. So Kelly heard it. Jonathan did. David did. It's not a big secret, but I never yeah. mentioned it before. And I just remembered something when you guys were talking about seances, all me and my little cousins would do it when we were little. And I have no idea why. Like we were really little. I don't know if we saw something on TV. So we would join hands. I just had a, I just had like literally a vision in the way of a memory when we did that as little kids. And I know who were the sisters who did those seances? They, um, oh, I know who you're talking about Victorian age and I forget their names, but they, they faked it, right? Well, there's so much going on behind it. They say that at the end of everything they've done, that they admitted to faking stuff. Although it's funny that it still continues on hundreds of years later. And I don't, I don't know. Cause I know, I know, I think, I think they did. Yeah. Fake I think that they, I think that, um, I think that they, uh, Hi. I think that they, um, I think in the in the sisters in the Victoria era, I think they they did admit to the knocking. Well, the ask her, and she might. Yeah, Sorry? yeah. I know. All I I don't want to sound like a know it all, but I love everything about it. I okay, have... can you say that? No, go ahead because I know mm -hmm. I only know very little. I just love the age, and I didn't even can know. Can you say that their name again? Because I started talking. Yeah. That's why I wanted you to come on. What was it? Fox. The Fox sisters. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, the Fox sisters. So tell they, us all about it. Tell us all about it. They're the ones that originally uh, started all of this, right? And and actually, um, I believe it was Carrie, uh, um, Catherine Fox. I think it was Kate Fox. Maybe Mary. I'm not sure. One of those Fox sisters was uh, the first medium to do a seance in the White House um, yeah. with um, Franklin Pierce's, President Pierce's wife. Okay. Uh, so she was the first one to do a seance there. But the seances started, you know, in a time when there was high child mortality rates. Um, there were um, thousands of deaths with the Civil War, First World War. So there was just so much trauma and people needing hope that there was something on the other side. Right. Yeah. So it just uh, and I think, too, I talk about it quite a lot um, about the hello, Mark Foster. So. I talk about it a lot because um, kudos to the women of that time, because that profession was yeah. geared towards women and marginalized people that didn't have any real source of income, right? Like their incomes were determined by higher um, people with money, those higher status so people concerned. dictated, yeah, dictated yeah. what kind of jobs and what what their lives were going to be. So to step into that were those lower income people, for sure. Harry Houdini, yes, he proved a lot of them as, as fake as well, too. So there's a very cool book um, about um, Harry Houdini and um, 
Marjorie Cranston, who is actually Canadian, but she married a doctor from Boston. Okay. And she almost won uh, the contest that Americana Scientific put out. And Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was part of that committee who was trying to test mediums to see who was who could prove that they were real. Yeah. And and Harry Houdini um, found out that they were going to give her the money and he hadn't tested her yet. And it was a very public um, battle between the two of them. He made a box that he strapped her in and everything because they were all, it's kind of like Tim Hortons in Canada. We have a Tim Hortons on every corner yes. and or Dunkin' Donuts in the States, whatever it is, like those coffee shops yeah. everywhere. Mediums were popping up left, right, and center and everybody had to up the ante and, and, and create a new shtick for themselves to draw people in to make money right so harry houdini did did a lot but he wanted it to be real because he wanted the, that connection with his mom he wanted to reach his mom he wanted to reach his mom that was part of it right yeah yeah okay. and then when he died he made that code with his wife um so that when she would continue to go to mediums to try to connect with him Okay, so Mark Foster, very quickly, I know Dave, you're going to say something next. I'll stop talking, but he just says, Dave and Carolyn, no, no, no. let's connect on Facebook. I have to run closing my restaurant. You got to tell us all about your restaurant. He goes, love these feeds. See y'all soon. Have a good night, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Mark. Okay, I, am, say, Dave? I ran I am, really quick so I could grab my bell and show you the bell and trumpet and my board okay. if you want to see it. Yes. Yeah. So, when I, so this is my bell. It's actually got a horse on the top of it. Oh. oh, mine! I just got one as close as I could find that looked Victorian and had. I that. think yours yeah. is beautiful too, David. Um, I don't even know. I can't. I got mine. You know where I found it? At a um, a secondhand store. David it was gets the most beautiful stuff from secondhand stores. Yeah, it was. It was off in the corner, and I just looked at it, and it was like it was like the only. It was the odd man out. You know, it was like the day oh, after wow. the seance was the canceled. And I was like, oh, right. okay, I guess I'm going to buy it. You know, so I've had it's it. Ever so since. But you, you manifested it, right? Like it's still. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. I manifest all kinds of crap. I don't even know why. I no, you it. should see <laughs> no, he no, sent no. this picture of that chaise lounge that you got that. Oh, my God. I fell yeah. in love with it. The fainting so couch. Did you get a fainting couch? I do. I've got one like that. It's a chaise. Oh. It's an old chaise. I love oh, anything love. Victorian. Me too. Oh, so do I. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so this is the trumpet. Okay, so tell us what you oh, do with that for time. people watching. What do you do with them all? Because you do do so, so the same thing. So the powder would be to um, put down to see if fingerprints or That's what I figured. Okay, fingerprints yeah. just or actually messages and letters as well too. Yeah. They would have a writing tablet, um, so yes. you know that they could write their um, the bell. Same thing for ringing yeses and nos, and the trumpet would be. Uh, to project a voice through, but I mean, it was all faked up. Like they, it yeah. was, it was all faked, right? But, 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 but that would be like, but yeah, but they were they claiming to be physical mediums? Some of them were for sure, because that's when the spirit photography really started. Like we, everything yeah. that we do as far as paranormal investigations and mediumship, um, uh, the spiritualist church, all of that started with two children. They were like 14 and 10 who yeah. said that they were uh, hearing spirit knocks in response to questions. And it was an old man in, in that lower income, like log farmhouse. Yeah. That's wow. where it started. And so within you get a board, 
You got a board, you said? Yeah. So the board that I have, and, you know, Mark mentioned intent, and, and that plays a big part. It doesn't matter if you're using a pendulum, a crystal, an app on your phone. Everything yeah. that you do has intention. Yeah. So um, the board that I have, my son um, got the wood, a friend engraved it. Wow. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, everything was about the intent. Don't be in a bad mood when you're working on my board. So let's. <gasps> that's Ooh, that's nice your board. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then on the back, I just made a point of putting like the sigils that felt important to me as yeah, far as yeah. protection. Right. And uh, the same as the I originally started off with um, like a, a shot glass, actually, just using a shot glass on the board mm -hmm. um, because it was a gift. It had the letter K and it had an octopus etched on the other side, which I, that's my whole like sleeve tattoo is one big but, octopus. But it should right? still work because I always tell yeah. people even with scrying, when they talk yeah. about scrying, like, you can scry into a Q-tip because it's all yes. about intent. Yeah. A bowl of mashed potatoes will still sure, give you sure, yeah. it's the same. Yeah. Exactly, because I know because people people always have to go. Oh, you got a crystal ball? Can you see the crystal ball? I'm like, well, I got the crystal ball mainly for show. I like it. It's yes. a little crystal. Yeah, ball. but people don't but, realize that because it's coming from here. Have, yeah, like the message exactly. is coming from here. But I have used it, and I like it. And I've done, and I do like mirror. I've done like the the. Um, the mirror techniques or the mirror meditations where you look at yourself candle in between. And I, and I yeah. look at all the cells that I was and I see your face change. I've saw that. Um, I saw my face change. And I, I have like, a picture yeah. of my face changing. Yeah. Oh I yeah. You got that weird picture. Remember that yeah. one? I think I've yeah. said it to Carolyn too. When I was, we, it was in my old house and it was with, I was showing somebody a fairy door because people were talking to me like, maybe was that the portal, how things came in your house? I said, I don't know if this is it. And there, I took them literally three pictures in a row within about a, a second and a half. First one's me, second one's me, third one is me, except it's got a really heavy brow and my nose is thicker and the upper lift it, lip is all different. Yeah, you went to looking like a Neanderthal. I, that's what I always think. <laughs> I did. Um, I did a big event in October, near the beginning of October, and in a theater, and their small little green room. They didn't realize they had set it up like a psychomantium. So there was mirrors facing in on every wall. There was a mirror facing into itself in this oh, no. small room. So when I did um, the event, I did. Uh, scrying. I sat in that psychomantium room and we projected out onto the theater wall what was happening for me in that space. Wow. So when I get the video back, we'll 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 see what happens because that happened to me. My whole face changed. But I sat with um, so I had the candle and I had another mirror facing towards the candle and that mirror that I was scrying into. But my face shifted. You could see my whole face shifted, and you could see it in the mirror that was down here facing in as well, too. But that that's just so, I mean, if you were going to do anything like that, if something was coming through, you smush it, you pull yeah, it back get, into itself, right? Like, that was coming I through. did an investigation a long time ago, and there was a mirror in the, like, cellar part of this basement. And when we were, they walked me and another medium around and just had us you know, tell them what we felt and all that. And they said, well, don't over in that is a mirror in there. And it's been there for like years. So I'm like, well, why is it in there? 
And they go, oh, it's a portal. And I said, well, do you mind if I sit in here? And the, oh no, oh no, you can't go in there. You can go in front of a portal. I said, I said, listen, I said, I get, I get your fear. I get that, but I, I, I'm, I'm okay. So I'm going to sit in front of it. And they're like, okay. I sat in front of that mirror for about an hour. And I just talked. All I did was I just talked to the ghosts that were around in the place. The place had a lot of activity, but I didn't find anything negative. I never do. I always find the nice spirits. But yeah. I just sat there and had chats with that. And I got out and they're like, did you see anything in the portal? I said, it's not a portal. It's a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's here too. So I want to read these quickly. So Howie's super excited too. He goes, woohoo, Carrie Lynn. We had a couple of people. People are saying super cool. Kevin's Sun Dragons here. He says, hi, y'all. So you must have just got off of work. Now that we got you here, I got two questions for you because we've taught, I've mentioned it a few times. People want to know what dining with the dead is, but also can you talk about your 12 days of giving? Because we talked about it before you popped yeah. on. So people will know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And now we know why we were waiting a while. So this is why we were going to say it again towards the end. And here okay. we are. Well, now we got you. Thank you for letting me join in. Oh, I've been wanting to. Well, yeah. David, I already asked him ahead of time. Like I said, if Carrie Lynn's up to it, I said it this morning before I talked to you. And I said, mm -hmm. I said to her, pop on sometime because you do these things as well. I don't do seances. You do these. Yeah, things. I love doing seances. I love, love, love doing seances. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and I, I just, you saved me from doing dishes. I was like halfway, Yay! I was listening to doing dishes. I had finished Yay. doing sessions around, well, just after seven, I'd finished doing I sessions. So, yeah. 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 Um, Dining with the Dead started like 11 years ago. I love history. I love um, places that have, have historical, um, you know, that rich history attached to them. So I started doing Dining with the Dead at restaurants that have some kind of history. So people have their dinner and dessert, and then I give messages to the people in the room. So not everybody gets one, but I've been doing Dining with the Dead for 11 years now from, and if you know Canada or Ontario at all, like between Sault Ste. Marie and Kingston. So that was kind of like the area. It is kind of like an adopted Canadian. I always tell Americans that live close to the Canadian border, you're like adopted Canadians because you know what we're talking about. And Dave grew yeah. up in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and then I do spirits and sweets, which is essentially the same thing, but at like bakeries. So they have like a little dessert sort of, sort of thing. But uh, yeah. And the seances I've done for a really long time. And I was doing them like, traditional Victorian seances. So we would have like food and drinks and stuff like that to start with and then move into doing um do you I open want to, I want to learn how to I want to learn how to do those because there's a lot of people who have asked me and I didn't just want to and and I'm glad that the seance that I was going to do did get canceled because I didn't know what I was doing. And I I didn't want um I was not worried about evil things coming through. No. I was more worried about I'm not going to do this right. I really, you know? but I think there's a go with the flow with it. And I think that when we are really pulled to that era, it's for a reason yeah. that, you know, um, and I found, actually, I found a poem from uh, 1902 from a spiritualist magazine, like was a, a prayer that they used to say as well too. So I say that prayer um, before I start, cause it's kind of like honoring all of those mm -hmm. people that came 
in before us, right? So I try yeah, to include that. So I can send that to you too if you want. I'd love oh, a copy. Yeah, I'd love, love a copy that. too, but I wanted to ask you one thing with the seances, do you open them up to the public or do people just buy tickets and but it's still public, like anybody could come kind of thing? Um, so I do smaller ones in the house and keep it to just for other people and myself. Gotcha. So it's under five people and just keep it super small. Mm-hmm. Um, is how I try to do it. I've seen some of them were doing up to like 12 people. It was, there were like 12 people in a, or 10 people. I can't remember what the number is. So many people. I'm like, that would just, I, I don't, I, I like the small ones. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know in I did the- times, they used to invite people over at a party just for that. Yeah. And party. they would do two different types. There was two different types of seances that they would do. They would do those house parties for sure. Mm-hmm. And then they did do public ones in theaters where they sold tickets and had pamphlets for and, and that kind of thing as well, too. And it was more like trance channeling that they were doing. Yeah. It was less of um, like the the box and all of that other stuff that they would do in, in the houses, for sure. Yeah. So you got to tell people about your 12 days of giving because we're yeah. hooking up again, guys. I, I really hyped it up. So go ahead, Carrie, then you tell okay. all about it. So this is year six. This is year six of me doing the 12 days of giving. And I'm just very grateful. I feel very grateful and very blessed to be able to do what I do uh, for people. So it was my way of saying thanks and giving back. So the first 12 days of December, I have a different offer or a different uh, giveaway. Um, And then that runs like uh, till December 12th. So it's tomorrow. 20% 20% starts off. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I try not to announce to everybody what the days are going to be each day. So I that it's a surprise. The people, but I did say tomorrow. That's okay. It's like opening up your like chocolate I'm advent sorry. calendars, right? Oh no, no, it's all good. It's all, it's super good. Our thing is going to be on the D10. So like, that's okay. Um, on day 10, uh, the giveaway that day is going to be um, a spot on Spirit Switchboard. And you guys have graciously agreed to be co-hosts. So that person who um, wins the spot will get to come on December 22nd uh, to Spirit Switchboard with the three of us. And we're just going to have a good time. That's all I really said, but I did tell them tomorrow. I'm sorry, but I wanted people, I I should have asked you about that. I didn't read the whole thing you shared with me. I promise I did it. I didn't get chocolates. (laughs) It's all good. Oh, I was that kid. I'd eat all the chocolates. There'd be nothing left. I'd eat them all on the first day. Would you? Oh my God. I want to put my son's calendar up and I can never figure out why my, my youngest one. And then I realized he really, he still believes in Santa. He's going to be 26 in March and he won't, we talked about this off air, but for people, he, he wouldn't let me put the advent calendar up. It was so cute. It had little pockets and his brother loved it. She got to meet my son, Logan today. He dropped by my oldest anyways. Um, and he wouldn't let me do it when he could speak. I couldn't understand why. Now I know why. Because he's worried for some reason, even though it doesn't look like Santa, but Santa might be watching. It would be too close on his front door. So <laughs> I don't oh, put it up God. anymore. There's something <laughs> creepy no, about the idea of Santa watching you in your window. There's some creep factor to that. That is not creep factor. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. But I do yeah. always tell people I do always tell people this, though, when people said, because I was a big Santa freak when I was a little kid. 
I when I when I found out when somebody told me there was no Santa, I was so angry. And they had to come back and tell me it was my older brother. He told me there's no Santa, and I was so sad and just crying, crying. He couldn't get me to cry up, and I and I was crying, and I said, "The elves are real." And he goes, "Yes, they are." And he left it at that. I always knew as a kid there was a. I was talking to. I had weird. Yeah. Everybody thought I was a physical medium when I was younger because we been, every house we moved to as a child, the ghost came out and everybody else could hear them as well, but only when I was home. And but I've never went into it, nor do I think I am one or care. But I was talking to them as a as a kid. <clears throat> but to get back to the point for Christmas, you know, when after my NDE in the coma. I understood Christmas. Um, it was like a year later because I never understood Christmas, even religiously or anything. I always thought I loved Christmas, but I didn't. Now I have a new meaning of what it is now, and it's. And now new. you're going to be leaving us hanging on this because we're almost out of time. We had a topic. I know we'll talk about it next week. You know what happens? No, I have to say this: Christmas is great. Celebrate it for what it is. If it makes you happy and joyful, you're supposed to celebrate. It doesn't matter what's behind it. Just enjoy the hell out of it. Well, we're building up to Christmas, so maybe we that's what talk. we're talking about tomorrow with Jeff Belanger. He wrote a, a book that came out in September, "The Fright Before Christmas: mm -hmm. Surviving Krampus and Other Yule uh, Tide Monsters." And, I love that stuff. Yeah, and going back to understanding the pagan roots to Christmas. And yeah, absolutely. Why and, and there's and, and that's the polarization in Christmas that people don't realize because this world is, you know, a polarization. And Christmas, good. Krampus, the opposite. Everything's got an opposite. I have a friend, though, that's in Austria and he's German and he speaks German. And he sent me a video last year at Christmas. I don't know how he found me. And there's four Krampuses on the corner and he calls me Lauderlei. So he, that's what he calls me, right? So he had them all singing my name and he was telling me, all of you people over in North America think Krampus is bad and Krampus isn't bad. I know you guys know, but and some people may know. He goes, but it's not bad. And it's such a cute video. I just loved it. I was so touched that he <laughs> and they're all, all right. dressed like a creepy Krampus. <laughs> it's doling out punishment, right? Yeah. If you're innocent and and you know, yeah. good, yeah. there's there's no need I'm to worry so about Krampus. I'm so glad you came on here. And like I said, as soon as we were talking about Sansa's, and I was talking to her just before and I and just voice messaging, and I said, I know you're working till 7, 7 30. So if you're tired, but I'm glad you could come on because we didn't know we were going to talk about Sansa's. It was Roger that asked us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got super excited. I actually had a little heart flutter. Woo! My favorite topic. Ooh. I know. I <laughs> this is a little stuff. taste for the 22nd in December. You get all three of us mm -hmm. plus somebody, a lucky winner. That yes. And I have like fun stuff for us planned. I have fun things. I didn't planned. give all that away. I didn't give all of it away. No, 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 no. I didn't say. I said there's a lot of fun stuff planned. It could, I, I did like about my son talking about would you rather. I did say that. But we don't know, right? It just whatever happens, happens. But it'll be fun. We know that. We could guarantee that. Yes. Yeah. Right. So if you guys are enjoying the paranormal and all this chat, you know, you got to stay tuned for the next show coming up. It's the second night of the outer realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano. They always have great guests, great content. So you got to stay tuned. Carrie Lynn, 
where can they find you? I've been talking about you all night. It's like your ears, everybody I talked about just kind of popped on here tonight. So where can they find you tomorrow? Cause you're going to hang out, even though I said it's in the original. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pre-recorded show in order to, you know, accommodate Jeff's schedule. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I would say that you guys will be able to find me if you want to participate in the chat on my Facebook page. So the uh, psychic medium or Carrie Lynn Shellhorn page. Yes. Awesome. And David, where can they find you? Right here in my chair. Or <laughs> you can find me. Or, um, we didn't have our I other co-host. Where's Angel? Or oh, They're all sleeping. Oh. They're all sleeping in front of me. Passed out. Hey, um, Bruce is in here too. Oh, hi, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. <laughs> um, you can find me on YouTube or Facebook under the Spirit Experience, the same name. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at uh, Medium David Hansel. If you do find me on TikTok at Medium David Hansel, it's it's the one over ninety five k. If yes. there's over ninety five, if that if you're that's that's not it. It's an imposter. I have about thirty five. Yes, sixty people on there. Yeah. They his name. I have a so, hard time finding him. I literally screenshotted it because I keep getting them all coming up and I know who you are, but I know how to so find you. It's TikTok doesn't care, but people are catching on. Also know this, everybody. I will never, ever, ever DM you or private message okay. you to solicit readings. There's only one place to get a reading from me and that's on my website, theywhispertome.com. Mm -hmm. That's it. And you guys, I will be back Monday with the Angel Rock, 6 to 8 p.m. I have another amazing guest for you. Her name is Claire. And that's as far as I got with people don't know this. You guys, but I'm going to let you know a little secret. I don't meet my guests till before they come on because Gavin Lee Davies, I work with, he's over in Wales and he sends me the most awesomest, awesomest people. So she's going to be interesting. We had a really good guest last week, Stephen. Um, he was amazing from Australia. Didn't have an NDE, but it was like he did. And he channeled this man's life here and what happened to him in the afterlife when we talked about it. So we're going to have another great guest this week. Also, if you ever want to get a hold of me to book a reading, I do readings. I do energy healing. I also do teaching and mentoring. You can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock. I also have two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal and the angel rocker tribe for all things kind of spiritual and things sort of what we talked about tonight. Carrie Lynn, where can they get a hold of you? I didn't because you have an amazing group too. I, I, I tell people yeah. about it all the time. So where can they get a hold of you? So, uh, uh .com is the website, uh, best place to connect. And I have an intuitive mentoring group on, uh, Facebook, it's a private, uh, uh, Facebook group, but you can ask to join, uh, have the intention to participate in the group. Um, and that's Carrie Lynn's morning porch. And David has a group too. Yeah. Right, you have yeah, I said that at the beginning. Yep. Did you, uh, David? You know what? We double talked to each other because Dave goes, "Did you remember to tell people what you do?" I go, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> I never do. I never think about it at all, ever. Don't you? I know. No. I don't even know what to say anymore. It's like, tell them about yourself. I talk to people that you guys can't see. Ha ha. You. <laughs> <laughs> 
When people message you on 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 Facebook, can you tell me more about yourself? It, I in my head, I'm always like, I'm a Leo. Yeah, <laughs> I studied at Juilliard. I've dated 55 different people. I have the, we love you guys. Tune in to Carolyn tomorrow. Otherwise, you know where to find us next Thursday. Same space, same place. Love you, and I'll see y'all on Monday. Okay, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, thanks, thanks Carolyn, for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks, Carolyn. Yeah, okay. it's great. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks, everybody. We'll Bye. see you next week. Much love and light.